Hello everyone, welcome back to Turner Talks in Thickness and in Health with your host Bailey Turner and Zachary Turner and the other mic. And we're using the same mic. Oh yeah. <laughs> we Today we are going to be doing a Q&A. I asked you guys on Instagram what kind of questions you had for us. We also want to catch you up to speed on what's been going on in our lives because obviously we've been MIA which seems to be a recurring theme on our podcast. So trying to stay consistent one podcast a week it's gonna be good we got this so without further ado let's get started and get into the Q&A all right starting off with the first question what do you two argue about the most hmm sometimes a podcast yeah it is a uh <laughs> A source of problems for Because us. I want to do certain topics and he wants to do certain topics and sometimes it's hard to agree on a topic. Yeah. And what else? I think the other thing that we argue about the most... I, we don't really argue a lot, I don't think. Um, no, not really. We just bicker and... I don't know. Just like clean... You deleted the exercise library that one time. That was a big fight. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't... That's not like what we argue about like the most. No. I think just like cleaning up after each other. Yeah. Okay, next question. Do you ever get sick of having to link every product you use or wear? Um, sometimes like, and I feel like sometimes it's people think that I'm linking it because like I'm trying to make money off of it or something when that's not the case. I mean, of course it's nice to be able to make a little bit of commission off the products that I'm linking because um, it does take me time to find the product and like link it. But at the end of the day, like if I get a bunch of DMs about, you know, hey, what's this shirt or what what hair clips are you using or what shoes are those? Like if I can make money off of it, I will and it's nice to, but it's super, super small. And sometimes it does get annoying, but I'd rather put it on my stories than respond to every single DM like, oh, this is what it is. Um, how do you guys structure your meal slash nutrition? We don't macro track at all. We kind of just try to fuel our bodies like, I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're not super we're strict. We're terrible at that. We're not super strict. Like we have weeks where, you know, we're human too. We have <clears> weeks <throat> where we eat out way too much and we eat a bunch of junk. And then we have weeks where we're really good and we're, you know, eating lots of fruits and vegetables and protein and drinking yeah. our water. I feel like lately we've been a lot better with um, not eating just out. eating better, better quality food and... Yeah. Now when I eat like what you would call junk, I feel like absolute crap for like Yeah. We tend to eat two bigger meals a day and then have snacks. So like I would say for our first big meal we'll either have like eggs or oatmeal or toast or um like sandwiches, stuff stuff something like super easy to make. And then for dinner we'll either have like a home chef meal or we'll cook like a pasta dish or tacos or something like mm -hmm. that and then we'll have beef jerky or meat sticks or fruit, yogurt, whatever for snacks. Um, let's see. Do you guys have daily routines? Yeah. I would say yeah. We're we're we love being in routines and when we're out of them, we we don't like that. Like I like well we both like waking up like relatively early and that's mm -hmm. like five thirty to six for us. Any later than that I feel like I've already lost like out Wasted of the day. A day. Yeah. And then of course Bailey makes us make the bed. <laughs> that's we a good thing to yeah. do. No, we let the dogs out and then we go to the gym, depending on if we're training that day yeah, or not. Yeah, I would say we wake up, we try to read like our devotional and pray, make the bed, let the dogs out, get ready for the gym, 
come back from the gym, get ready for the day, like do work, clean the house, do whatever errands we need to run, walk the boys like a couple times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we pretty and much and we want to be like in bed. Things yeah, the day. we want to be in bed by like eight. <laughs> I do. Yeah, but sometimes Bailey makes me go to bed too early, and then I get really like <laughs> antsy and like I don't make you, and I can't fall asleep. I don't make you. Someone said where to start with supplements. Take it away. Um, well, if you're asking this, I hope um, at this point you are one, training hard, two, sleeping enough, three, consuming enough, you know, protein and calories in general, and then four, um, consuming enough fluid throughout the day. Uh, You know, Bailey says this quite adamantly and frequently in her stories and posts that like supplements aren't needed and that's 100% true. Um, They're just, I don't know, kind of the the icing on top, like a luxury, I guess you can kind of add into everything to kind of fill in gaps, like literally just sprinkle throughout, um, you know, to hit protein or, you know, micronutrients or if you need, you know, anything of that sort, like carb powders, like caffeine, stuff like that, like adding that stuff in is you know, an enhancement to what you're already doing. Yeah, if you're not doing, like, the basics right first, like, don't just think that you can slap on, you know, protein powder and you're all of a sudden going to get lean and lose weight. Like, that's not how it works. If you struggle with getting protein in from, like, meat and Greek yogurt and cottage cheese and whatever, your other sources, then, yes, it's great to substitute with a protein powder. But I feel like there's a big misconception within the fitness industry that, supplements are you need them in order to be you know like all these fitness influencers on social media like that's far from the truth i truthfully only take supplements when i absolutely need to and my favorites are basically for like immune support and just like gut health like i don't really even supplement with protein powder that much well i remember and it's like almost done like a complete 180 from when i like first started like training hard like when i was in middle school or like in high school like all of my football coaches were like don't take protein or creatine or never consume, you know, this and that because it's going to trash your kidneys. And if you don't train hard enough while you're taking protein powder, it's going to turn into fat. And it's like, you wouldn't say this, you wouldn't say that if I was just eating chicken and, you know, I'm going to turn into this walking blob of, you know, lard. And I don't know, it's just like, now it's like the complete opposite of that where, you know, if you're not taking X and Y, you're leaving you know so many gains on the table and Mm -hmm. it's i don't know it's just i just feel like (laughs) a lot of people are very like salesy and they want to make money you know with getting you to buy certain supplements and like i do think supplements have a time and a place and they can make your life easier but if you're just consuming all supplements and like no real food you're gonna feel like crap truthfully we're gonna be hungry constantly yeah and and you need to be able to i would say you need to have a good foundation with your diet and your nutrition and your sleep and everything like zach mentioned in order to add these things in because otherwise you're just going to be trying to like slap a band-aid on you know mm-hmm. underlying problems well, that isn't you have. like a band-aid over a bullet hole yeah like that yeah so do the do the basics right get enough sleep you know whether that be going to sleep earlier sleeping in a little bit, whatever you need to do, Um, drinking more water, trying to get more protein in with just like meat and what other other sources that you enjoy. And then if you need to add in supplements, then I would look at, you know, do you need help with digestion? Do you need to add a probiotic? Do you need help with 
um, getting in more, you know, micronutrients, then you could add in a greens. Um, do you need help with protein? Then you could add in a protein powder. Like you could add in little things here and there, but none of these supplements are necessary. And we will stand by that till the day we die. Um, let's see, favorite balanced meals. I would say that one of our favorite meals to make, it's just like chicken burrito bowls. They're so easy. Like chicken burrito bowls or taco bowls because they're so easy. And then also like crock pot chicken because we can toss it in, have like work all day, whatever, not even think about it. And then at the end of the day, shred it up, put it with some rice, Alfredo and um, canned green beans. And it's so good. Yeah, also or smoothies. Like the, or like the the breakfast scrambles that you make. Yeah, with, breakfast scrambles are good. Which I'm finding out I absolutely hate egg whites. Like the consistency of egg whites makes me want to vomit. Yeah, you need a little bit of They're way too fluffy and just, oh, I'm getting chills <laughs> thinking about them. Yeah, egg, so like, I would I say like... I think about it, it makes me want to throw up. I would say for like breakfast, we like egg scrambles, oatmeal with like berries or yogurt with berries, and then a smoothie, and then... Because it's smoothies are such a great way to pack in a ton of stuff. Like you can pack in spinach, you can pack in fiber, berries, my, like Greek anything yogurt. you want in there. Greek yogurt, orange Flaxine. juice, everything. And you just drink it and it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for, like I said, for dinners, like crock pot chicken, pair with rice, pair with a vegetable and throw some Alfredo on it. And it's so easy. Um, what, or how do you guys grow your faith together? I would say this has not always come easy to us at all. Like we haven't been the couple that, you know, has openly prayed together our entire relationship or even, you know, talked about God in that aspect. So I would say we've definitely been getting better at it. But I think that comes with the fact that we're like every Sunday we're trying to um, watch like Craig Groschel, like the sermons and everything. And then we have a devotional that we read together every day. And then we like, I'll do the nighttime prayer. Zach will do the morning prayer. And honestly, just like doing it and keeping it super simple. Like what does Craig Groschel say that we really like? You send it to me like Um, today. I think it's like just tips for how to pray with your, whoops, sorry. (laughs) Tips for how to pray with your spouse. And it's basically like, keep it simple. um, Keep it short and if you keep miss it short keep it consistent if you miss a day don't miss two yep that's exactly how it is so you don't need to like pray for 10 minutes straight with each other like we just try to take like a minute out of our nighttime routine or morning routine to just pray together and say what we're thankful for for that day what we're praying about um what's on our hearts etc and then like i said going to church with each other or just watching sermons together and being together during that time and then afterwards just being like okay like what do you think of that like you know how are we gonna you know implement that into our week this week to have a better week together when i think just like not going through the motions with it too like talking about god like on a consistent day-to-day basis not just like on sunday mornings like trying to talk about it like throughout the week yeah. and like how and i think we also do a good job of like trying to keep each other like accountable for our actions during the week because like if we find ourselves like if I'm being a brat or you're being mean or something like we'll check each other on it and be like okay of course I'm being mean (laughs) we'll be like that's just like we we're not treating each other with like the love and respect that we should Mm -hmm. and it all comes down to having like a good foundation and knowing like you know well and I feel like now like as I've gotten older too like we certainly don't like physically attend church as much as like I once did or you did but I feel like my relationship with you know, God and my faith is 
improve tenfold just because, you know, when I was growing up, it was go to church basically on Sunday for an hour and then that was kind of just it. Mm -hmm. And then like CCD on Wednesday nights. But then, you know, beyond that, it was like there was really no like, you know. Yeah, you know, like it like was hard to implement it. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. And when you're young too, like, you know, you say the mealtime prayer and stuff like that. It's just is like going through the motions. Exactly. And as like a Catholic too, I think, and like obviously this is no hate to Catholics because we are we were born and raised Catholic, but I just feel like when I went to church as a Catholic, it was hard to relate to a lot of the messages because they were so like complex and I was like younger and I just didn't want to understand that because I couldn't understand how I would implement that into my life. So now that we like attend like the Craig Groschel sermons online, he just does such a great job of implementing just real life and it makes me be like, okay, like how can I be better this week or how can I implement what he's saying to be a better person in general? So just I, I recommend that you work on yourself too because you can't expect to have a good relationship with your spouse and a good faith, like, I don't know, connection with faith if you can't do it by yourself too. Because, you know, at first, like, it's not very comfortable to, like, pray together, you know, and pray out loud when you're so used to praying by yourself In alone. Your yeah. Like, even though it is your significant other, there's still always that, like, fear of, like, judgment from the other party mm-hmm. involved. But And as you do it, it gets a lot easier to do it. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. What is your favorite part of your daily routine? Um... Probably that or like our prayer time or um, like our walks with the boys just Mm -hmm. because I feel like we have good conversations and there's like no distractions and it's... Yeah, we've been trying to like walk, like take the boys for a walk and not have our phones with us so that we're not distracted by, you know, emails and texts and whatever. We're just on the walk together, walking the dogs outside and it's beautiful. Um, Yeah, and I like prayer time too. And then I would say like it's just fun going to the gym together too. Yeah, like... Not documenting every time you take the dogs for a walk is okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I've been kind of by my hand social media in general. Not mm-hmm. you. I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> just you're saying in general. Yeah, like it's okay to like not tell the world that you're walking your dog and being a good pet owner. Um. Let's see. Favorite thing to do together. Favorite place to visit slash vacation. I would say my all-time favorite place to visit slash vacation is the virgin islands like if i'm going for a beach vacation yeah i mean the beach is okay i like it but i just don't like sand. you like banff i like yeah i like being like, like more, i like more active vacations where like we can yeah. go hiking i don't like being a slug on the beach and just like feeling like crap for a week yeah i i enjoy those vacations i like being a slug. well especially sometimes. when you're on yost van dyke when there's literally nothing to do but sit on the beach yeah you just be a slug <laughs> it's and just, drink it's so disgusting um yeah but i like active vacation yeah i like hiking together our favorite thing to do is probably hiking together mm-hmm. or jet skiing jet skiing is so fun yeah we or have so much um, fun jet skiing. when you're not you know unable to train your entire body i like working out <laughs> with you too but when you yeah, can only when you're so limited, yeah um favorite midwestern hot dish tater tot hot dish i would say for me yeah I like that one too. Hot dish. Um, that's that's tough. I would probably say that though. Yeah. Um, what do you do when your anxiety is out of control? How do you bring yourself out of it? 
honestly, like this is something that I struggle with quite a bit and something that I'm still like not very good at fully managing, but it's not gotten to the point where I feel like I need to get on medication for it, if that makes sense. Um, I just like on the days that I'm super anxious, I try to pray a lot more and like instead of scrolling on social media, I'll try to listen to like sermons or um, Christian music or something like that that kind of brings me out of it because I realize that like at the end of the day, my problems are very small compared to the grand scheme of things and that just helps me. I don't know. That helps me a lot personally, just praying about it. Um, And then I'll talk to Zach and just, you know, tell him how I'm feeling because a lot of the time the anxiety is caused by things like just me being overwhelmed with everything that I have to do. And so like, we'll try to figure out like how we can tackle it together because I tend to get overwhelmed by trying to do everything myself when I don't have to Yeah, I'm a control freak. This is true. <laughs> but, um, I think what I do is I just remind myself that, you know, whatever I'm going through, whatever's causing my anxiety or stress or any of those emotions that whatever I'm going through is going to pass at some point and mm-hmm. you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and you know, you're going to make it through it and reminding yourself that, and not to minimize what you're going through because I don't want to do that either, but like, and I don't want to minimize what I'm going through, but you know, someone out there has gone through situations, you know, far worse than yours and made it out alive to talk about it. So mm-hmm. you just have to, you know, keep perspective of things like, Typically, what causes your anxiety is, I don't know, like temporary, mm-hmm. potentially. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm a psychiatrist well, so, or anything. Well, sometimes but... when you have, like, when you have anxiety, you're, like, kind of clouded or, like, not clouded. It's, like, you kind of have a hard time of realizing, like, why, like, the deep root cause of, like, why you're anxious. And so I feel like it's... Like for me anyways, I don't want to speak for everybody because everybody's anxiety is different. But for me, I I end up getting just like way overwhelmed and then I'm like, I just get debilitated and I feel like I can't do anything. And it just like makes me think that no matter how small the task may be, it's like impossible. So totally get how you feel and it's like something that, you know, we all struggle with in different ways, but you know, taking small steps. Like I find that if I get ready for the day and I do my hair and my makeup and I put on a cute outfit and, you know, I feel my body right. Like I feel a lot better than if I just sit in, you know, pajamas all day with no makeup or anything, then I feel a lot worse about myself. And then my anxiety is worse. And same with being on my phone. If I'm on my phone a ton, scrolling a ton, I feel much more anxious than when I'm off. Um, next question, four days versus five days split. I've heard four days is best to see overall results. I, I I would have, like, not even speaking from personal experience, like, if someone's saying the word best, probably don't listen to them, because there's no way they could know what's best for your personal or individual situation. Like, you might see be- your best gains on four days, someone else might see theirs on five. It's or three. Th- like, everybody's It depends so on different. what the goal is. Well, Obviously, if you're training seven days a week, that's probably far from optimal. I find that myself, personally, if I'm, like, lifting four days a week... I tend to push harder on those four days than if I were to add it a fifth or sixth day. Because then I just feel like I'm kind of going like, I don't know, I'm just not giving my all, all six or five days because I'm kind of tired and I don't Well, it depends on where better. I'm at in my training too. Like if I'm, you know, trying to accumulate a ton of frequency with something, then obviously five days is going to work best. But if I'm 
you know, accumulating like too much fatigue, then I'm going to go to four days mm-hmm. of like heavy lifting. But it's all just like, what are you able to recover from essentially? Like, don't listen to someone that says this is what's best for you without a doubt. Just my two cents. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Someone asked, how did you save to buy a house at such a young age? So I don't know if you listened to any of our previous podcasts, but we kind of talked about this a little bit. Basically, when we were in college and I started off like doing, I was nannying in nursing school and then also um, working like my, like starting my business up and Zach was in college and we were living with my mom and um, we just like saved up a bunch of money because my mom literally let us live with her rent free for how many years? Two, three? Um, two school years. Two yeah. school years. And um, so we didn't have to pay for anything. Like she even paid for all the gro- groceries and everything because she was traveling for work. So like we would watch my sister and kind of take care of the house and everything. Zach did all like the yard work and then he was working, you know, working as well. And then so we just like saved up and we were able to... We just wanted to buy our own space instead of renting, um, and we got to do that. So we were very grateful. Um, if you know, see. like, if you remember what podcast it was, maybe you could direct them to, like... I'm not sure which one. I think it might have been one of the first Q&As. Okay. Um, let's see. Would you and Zach ever consider doing a meet and greet event? Like, please. That would be super fun. We are actually having girls come in April, early April, to do a fun weekend with us. They're actually five of our challenge guide winners from the past two challenges. And I'm so singing excited. They're gonna spend like Thursday through Sunday with us and just hang out. We're gonna go hiking and do all the fun things. But I think eventually it'd be super fun to have a meet and greet, um, maybe in Southern Utah, maybe back in Wisconsin. We've done a couple smaller ones. Um, like at the gym in Wisconsin during Christmas and stuff, just like a fun, it wasn't even like a meet and greet. It was kind of just a workout, um, together, but I always love meeting you guys and it's so much fun to me. Um, let's see. Did, do you keep up with your nursing license? So my nursing license is actually set to expire, I think this month. And I think I have like everything I could, like everything done to renew it. I'm not sure if I'm going to, just because I don't foresee myself practicing as a nurse. Like, I really don't. I just think that we have other plans that we want to, and other, like, aspirations that we want to try to go after. And I just don't foresee myself wanting to get a nursing job. And with, you know, our family living in Wisconsin and us living in Utah, like, I want to have the freedom to be able to go back and visit them whenever, you know, we want to. And I think that that, like, having that time tie me down would kind of cause me to feel like I can't go see my family whenever I want to. And right now, we're very busy with our own stuff going on. So I don't think I'm going to keep up with my nursing license just because I don't foresee myself going back to nursing. I kind of got it because I didn't want to give up on the degree and I always will have a passion for nursing but um, at the end of the day like I'm super passionate about my business and I would rather invest in my business than um, try to take away from it by getting a nursing job. Um, How to set boundaries with a difficult mother-in-law or just your parents and significant other parents. So I think I have a pretty good relationship with my mother-in-law. We like are I mean I've 
been around her since eighth grade. Like I've known her for so long. She's like practically my other mom. And we're just like very honest with each other. And if, you know, something is bothering me or something is bothering her, like we're not afraid to talk about it. Um, and, you know, she's not afraid to get on Zach too if he, if she needs to around me and I'm not, you know, like that whole aspect. Like she doesn't think her son is perfect. And I think that's a big thing that a lot of mothers, you know, they have this complex of like, oh, my son is perfect and no girl will ever be good enough. Like she doesn't think that. She's a very like realistic person and just like, I don't know. What do you think? Like with regards to setting boundaries? Well, that and like, or like yeah, getting along. No, 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 no. I'm just saying like, I think, I think that that's a big thing is like if your mom thought that you were the, the holiest little saint that never did anything wrong, we would have a lot of problems. But she knows that, you know, sometimes you can be a turd and she's not afraid to like voice that. Yeah. I and mean, I think that's the, that's problems that a lot of people like run into with their in-laws. Yeah, I guess it's just hard for me to speak on that because we don't experience that. Where yeah. like, you know, your mom or your dad think that you're innocent of any wrongdoing and vice versa. But yeah. as far as boundaries goes, I think, and especially that we're older <clears throat> and you know, where we, like we host people and then like we go back and stay with like our parents, you know, for like Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff like that, like. Just being honest up front about, like, these are the expectations. Like, you're coming into our home or we're going into your home. Like, we need mm-hmm. to remember that first and foremost. Like, yeah, you're, like, always welcome guest here, but there will be boundaries. Like, there will be, like... Like, cleaning up after yourself. Yeah, like, we're not... Like this that, isn't obviously. gonna be us waiting on you and then you waiting on us when we go back. Like, you know, because then that just, like, causes, like, resentment, resentment and, and, you know... anger and then you don't want to have them around. Yeah, yeah, totally get that. And, you know, like... I don't know, just, like, not being in each other's faces all the time. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, I don't know. But some people enjoy that, I guess. But, you know, just, like, having, like, privacy and personal space, too. Mm-hmm. So, someone said, how did you collaborate with Bomar? How does it work that you distribute through your, their headquarters? So, their headquarters or, like, their warehouse isn't their warehouse, Um, and same with like, so they have a warehouse and there's other companies that are also in it, but there's a huge chunk that is Bomar. And then I have like a very, very small chunk. Um, and you just like pay a certain amount each month based on like how many orders they pack and stuff like that. And they just kind of pick and pack your orders, if that makes sense. And I was able to collaborate with them, um, because of all of your guys' support. So basically like they, I help with creating what kind of products or like um, flavors that I want to do and then they work on manufacturing it we get samples we approve them and then they go into production so this is my fifth product the peach greens they're actually launching um, Friday the 25th so get excited I'm so excited greens have been out of stock for so long um do you drive or does Zach always drive You've driven, like, there's literally been two days in our relationship where I can, like, remember where you drove. Really? Like, all day. When you got LASIK? No, because I drove to the appointment. I'm talking, like... Okay, but I drove the whole way back. (laughs) That was a long time. That was, like, five hours. Three. Okay. It felt really long. Okay. Um, But then, like, my most recent birthday, you drove everywhere. Yeah, it's your birthday. And then when I got my wisdom teeth, obviously, I couldn't drive back. Mm -hmm. So you drove back from that. But I drove to the appointment. Yeah. 
but no. I don't like driving. Bailey does not like driving. I just feel much... And I enjoy driving. I feel much safer when Zach's driving. Like, not saying I'm a terrible driver. Like, I can get us to and from places without anything bad happening and knock on wood. I've never been in an accident. I've never gotten a speeding ticket. Nothing. But Zach is just, like, a much more, like aware and alert driver and i just feel like if something ever happened which this is one of my biggest irrational fears i just feel like one day like i don't know like i feel like it's so easy to get shot when you're driving <laughs> that's an irrational fear that i have and i just know or get in an accident and i just feel like i would feel more comfortable with zach driving in those situations than me and i know that one day when we have kids like i want you to drive because i just want them to feel very safe and zach is literally the best driver ever Ever. Ever. No, that's not true. You really are. You're a really good driver. Like, I always thought my dad was a really good driver. But then at Zach, Zach came along. Zach's a better driver than my dad. Love well, you, dad. We, but... we drove back with him from Wisconsin the most recent time because he came down here to do some work for some friends of ours. And um, Bailey was like, oh, yeah, my dad's a really, really, really good driver. And then, like, the first time that he, his first, like, little stretch of the drive, she was like, can you stop driving now? <laughs> I was like, can Zach drive? Please, no. I just feel much more safe. And, like, he never really hits a rumble strip, and he never swerves or anything, and it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have to worry. But when, like, my mom drives, sorry, mom, I love you to death, but when my mom drives, I feel like I have to, like, hold on for dear life. Yeah. So. No, I mean, I wasn't agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to kick her butts. Because um, she listens to these. It's so cute. When yeah. when we got when I got my moles chopped off and she came to the appointment because she had to get her skin checked, she was listening to our podcast on the way back from our mole appointment. It was so funny. She's like, I need, I need to finish it. I have 30 minutes left. <laughs> um, okay. Um, how to adjust to moving. Just moved... From northeast Wisconsin to far west Minnesota. I would say that, I don't know, you have to kind of embrace it. You kind of have to embrace being alone and just like, I don't know if you moved with your spouse or not, but you kind of have to like lean on them because they're all you have right away. You're like, we had friends here and stuff, which we were really thankful for, but like not a ton, you know? Well, and you're not going to see those people every day. Exactly. But you see your spouse, yeah. whatever. And I don't know. It was... And I think it made it easier on us knowing that we were going into it with someone else. Like, if I didn't have you, like, who knows if I would have done it. And if you didn't have me, who knows if you would have done it. Because, like, it is, like, scary kind of going into the unknown. Like, you're literally going into deep water. But, um, yeah, I mean, you just kind of have to just face it head on. And you get used to it. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, you, like, kind of... will likely, like, learn to love it. Like, mm-hmm. It's nice having your own space and, like we get even more excited to go back to Wisconsin because like then we really value the time that we do have with our family or when they come visit like we try to not work as much because like we want to spend time with them and like you know do fun things with them and whatnot so you it makes you really value the time instead of like oh going to see them this weekend and then you're just on your phone or not very present so I would say it's like one of the best things we've done and I'm glad that we we have like I don't know made the or took the chance to do it because it was really scary but I feel like you grow so much yeah and I feel like our relationship with each other has grown too yeah for sure um is it bad to drink an energy drink every day I drink a lot of water throughout the day I wouldn't say like I would say like I say everything in moderation 
personally for me, I find that I have to take like a break from caffeine here and there because I, it'll either. I think if you're to the point where like you, you don't, don't get an effect from the caffeine yeah. like you used to, then it may be time to break. like take a break and like Two wean weeks. yourself off or just like kind of reset your tolerance. Mm-hmm. And also, like, if you find yourself, like, having anxiety or feeling irritable, too, it might be time to take a break. But if you're wondering, like, if having an energy drink every day is going to, like, kill you. No. It, like, I didn't, I looked it up recently, and, like, it takes an insane amount of caffeine, actually, to kill a person. (laughs) Not to say that there aren't, like, health ramifications, like, up to that point, but, yeah, I don't know. But, like, like I said, though, if you're, like, not having, like, any noticeable effect from the caffeine, maybe step away from it for a while. Okay, next question. If you could only eat three foods for the rest of your life, what would they be? I would say mine would probably be... I don't know if I can pick, like, food food, maybe. Um, Quesadillas or chips and salsa or chips and, like, queso. So good. Like, Mexican. So that's three right there. You just said quesadillas, chips and salsa, chips and queso. No, 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 no. That's one. That counts as one. No, it does not. I'm making my own rules. No, that does not. Toast, like, peanut butter, butter... Butter and honey, jelly, avocado. That's like five more combinations. No, that counts as one. Third would be pastas. Mm, Like butter noodles. Really anything. Mac and cheese. Okay, I would go pepperoni pizza. Mm. Mm, French fries. And apples. Mm, Pretty good. Because I'm going to need some fiber. Favorite thing about your new house? Favorite thing about our new house? I would say... I like the I like the fact that it's all one level. Yes, I do like that. That we don't have to go upstairs or anything. Well, upstairs. I just don't like basements, really. Um, I really like how big our bathroom is and how like organized our closet is. And that it's not like wired shelving like our old closet. Our bathroom is pretty big, and our last bathroom at our old house was small, and we got into each other's way, and it was, like, so hard. Um, the next thing is, let's see, favorite ice cream flavor. Mine would be probably chocolate or vanilla or cookie dough. Probably cookie dough. It's what? not giving your top five Or favors. Cold Stone Sweet Cream. Which one is it? Cold Stone Sweet Cream with cookie dough. Okay. I would probably go... Birthday cake. No. Cake batter? No. Really? I'd probably just go with like a regular old vanilla because it's so versatile. You can mm. do a ton of things to it. Um, How did you and Zach learn to communicate so well? It can be so difficult. Yeah, we're still learning. Yeah, we're like not perfect at all. Thing. We check each other on it though. And I think that that really helps because like if I'm being a brat, he'll be like, check, you're being a brat. Because she's always in a mood. No, not really. <laughs> and but. then, like, if he's, like, being mean, then I'll be like... <laughs> you can admit that you're being mean, that you be mean sometimes. That you be mean? Yes, that you be mean. Okay, I can be mean. Yeah, so don't But so don't many even. people are going to think that I'm just, like, this jerk because that's the second time well, you mentioned me being mean. Well, I, I said that I was a brat. Sometimes that's just how it is. The stubbornness, too, on both of our parts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like, just like having honest conversations about what's bothering you. Like, if you can't, if you can't communicate that, then the communication is gonna suck as a whole because, you know, you feel like you can't be open and honest with how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a lot of like five people said tips 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 for keeping your relationship intimate and not becoming roommates i'm gonna let jack so you can answer that question um oof this is tough I would say tips that keep your relationship intimate. Like, yeah, and not just becoming, like, feeling like you're roommates with each other. I would say I be think intentional. You have to, like, yeah, you have to, like, dedicate time, like, one-on-one time with your distractions, whether it be outside of the house, inside the house, just one-on-one with, like, no distractions. Mm-hmm. Like Bailey said, you have to be like intentional, intentional with it too. With it. Like, you know, it's, with anything else, like if you don't take the time to, you know, make it happen, it's not going to be anything that's consistent and it's just not going to happen. Like, yeah. And especially with, like, I feel like with us, because I feel like sometimes it's easier to be more intentional when you, you know, are separated throughout the day and you work at different jobs and then you come home and you kind of like use that time to eat dinner together and, you know, like, catch up on each other's day with us it's a little bit harder because although that we see each other every day and we spend a lot of time together it's not hard all to day separate. is spent like just like yeah it's hard to separate you know like work and like, life yeah, like those types of conversations versus just you know how are you doing or how was your day because like, we don't really do that we don't really yeah. sit down and be like how was your day because like we're working at the yeah. off in the office like next to each other on you know different things but it's also the same thing you know what i mean it's hard well and then like there was like that two day span where i went and helped your dad with that brick down here when oh, he yeah. was working on our friend's um, fireplace and i got back home like at seven o'clock at night and i was like it was weird not seeing bailey and like our conversations weren't what they usually are was just like how was your day like how are you doing mm-hmm. like what'd you do today i felt weird yeah but you know it's gonna be different for everyone like you know <laughs> excuse me <laughs> tickle in my throat um <laughs> Do you want some of my water? You sp- like sprinkling in children into that mix too would be hard too. I feel like just trying to balance everything. Oh, for sure. And like just... we said, we're not perfect yeah. at all. Like I feel like, well, and I try not to share like too much of like our lives just because it's nice to keep some things private, but like we're human just like you guys. And you know, we struggle with that too. Of like, course I'm human. I hope no one thinks that I'm not human. Really... Like that's I like a Terminator or something. <laughs> it's just like, it's hard to to be intentional it's hard to put effort into that but at the end of the day like it's either you have to be you have to you know have those hard conversations to like make time for it or you have to deal with it being hard that you don't have intimate times with Mm -hmm. each other so you have to make the choice like Mm -hmm. it's hard either way so make time be intentional um let's see How do you keep your relationship interesting by working slash being together 24-7? Honestly, like, I feel like our relationship isn't that interesting. Like, we're just pretty normal individuals. Like, we work out together, which is something that we enjoy doing together. Like, we go on walks and stuff. We try to, like, cook together. Like, I'll cook. He'll do the cleaning, stuff like that. But then, like, throughout the day, like, it's not like we're in constant conversation with each other and like on each other's butt you know like mm-hmm. hugging kissing and well whatever. most of the like, time we work from like different rooms too like i like working in the office because it's like where i feel most productive and then sometimes i like in the kitchen and sitting on the couch like that's what you like kind of but answering emails yeah 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 it's just i don't know I like don't it's 
it's <laughs> tough. And that's something that we struggle with too because there will be some days where, you know, like we'll be working, you know, really, really late and then we feel like we haven't really gotten the time to like actually talk to one another for the day. But then there are some times where we are like always by each other and then we're just kind of like, okay, we that's when we bicker. And or like, and then I just realized like I need to take a step back and like just remove myself from the situation. <laughs> yeah, it's... and like I don't want to make it seem like we get into these like full fledged like fights. Like it's like literally fights. No, but it is ho- it is really hard to separate work and life and everything when yeah. you work together all the time. Like I give props to the people that just get it because it's still something that we are trying to work on. Um, how do you manage finances as a couple joint account separate both? So we have like Zach has his own, I have my own, and then we have a joint and then we have a joint business. Um, and that's what we do. And we basically pay all of our bills from like our joint stuff. Um, and that's just what works for us. And then if he wants something, he'll get it with his and then I'll get mine with mine. Um, can you explain why you left balance? So I didn't leave them. I just stepped down from an elite leader to a like affiliate just because I wanted to be able to try other brands out. I didn't want to just be exclusive with one brand anymore. And I started to not wear their stuff as much as I once did. And I just wanted to be honest with myself because I know that I'm allowed to, you know, grow and evolve and change as a person. And that's totally okay. But at the end of the day, I didn't want to keep promoting something that didn't feel, you know, 100% right in my heart to be like, oh, this is like the only thing I wear when in reality it wasn't. Um, so that was the best decision for me. And I'm really, really happy that I made that decision. Um, let's see. Your perfect day date slash night. I would say that day date that we had like for Valentine's Day, that was really fun because we mm-hmm. weren't on our phones. We did like a conversation card deck and we had like a little picnic. Um but just like doing anything fun, like escape rooms, like we just went axe throwing and that was really fun. We haven't done this in a while and I need to get back into it, but I like golfing with you. Oh yeah, golfing is That's a good bonding so experience. Yeah, that is really fun. And then we like movies, but we like also love staying at home with our dogs. Yeah. And I like being able to do stuff. Like when you go to a movie theater or something, like... It's not very... to like, you know, put down people that like that stuff. But I like being able to like converse with you and, and like stuff. share an experience. It's also fun about. like going on double dates too. Like, because yeah. like our friends, like we go on double dates with our friends Lexi and Derek sometimes and they're really fun to be around. And then we have friends like... Mike and Megan and Christine and Dom, they're really fun to be around too. And it's just fun, like, not always just being the two of you, you yeah. know? Um, what are your go-to alcoholic beverages? We truthfully don't really drink a lot, no. but I would say for me, I'm I... I'm a sucker for sweet red wine. <laughs> and you like beer. I'm kind of growing out of that. Really? I like sweet You had, like, <laughs> 20 beers at our wedding. You and Caleb both. They don't need to know. Okay. They don't need to know. <laughs> they don't need... <laughs> no. I drink like lemonade tequila at our wedding and I got... No, they think hammered. I'm a drunk. Really? No. <laughs> that was like once a year. We don't really drink. Honestly, the last time I think I drank like that was my 21st birthday. Yeah, Zach almost died on his 21st because okay, he drank be so extreme. much. It's true. I got very inebriated, but he I was not He had 21 dead. shots and like 12 Budweiser's. We won't go into that story. That's for a different day. Um, <laughs> nothing happened. You're gonna leave him with a cliffhanger. Oh no! Like, think, like no! Like nothing. Happens. No! Like, but Zach had so much to drink. 
Um, do you guys have tattoos and what are they? I have one. Zach doesn't have any and mine just says, though she be but little, she is fierce. And it's on my right rib cage. I, w- I had a dream a couple nights ago where I got tattoos and I woke up and I felt like, what have I done? Oh my god! Not that tattoos are bad or anything, but it's just not my thing. Yeah. I think they're good on the right people and I like it when they They're good on the right people. I think, well, like some people can pull off like really really nice tattoos like holly i think she pulls it off and like our friend aubrey she pulls hers off but like i feel like if i got more i wouldn't pull it off for some reason maybe that's just me you should do it get double sleeves (laughs) and then the entire length of both legs oh my goodness really um let's see i think there's there's a couple more questions we're trying to answer like the more popular ones because there's like hundreds of them um one is how do you handle work schedule and gym schedule are you still working in nursing no i'm not working in nursing but when i did work as a nurse because i'm assuming that that's what you're asking it i would either try to wake up early and work out or go after my shifts but then i quickly realized that that was literally so draining um so i would i think i worked like three twelves a week and i would try to just walk like On my breaks at work, if, you know, you get a break, then I would walk, like, you know, around the halls of the hospital or up the stairs just to kind of get my blood moving because I always got so tired after I ate lunch and I would want to, like, go to sleep. But that's really all I did. And as a nurse, you kind of get quite a bit of movement in throughout the day. And then on my days off, I would work out. So I quickly realized that working as a nurse and trying to work out like early in the morning before a 12-hour shift or right when you get done with the 12-hour shift was just not very realistic for me because I just felt so burnt out. So I just tried to use those as my rest days and then the days off of work, then I would, you know, do a four-day split if that makes sense. Uh, Okay, I think that is pretty much it. Um... We'll try to do like Q&As. I, I want to try to do Q&As like once a month, once every other month just to get back in the swing of things. But we also have like a whole paper filled with ideas for podcasts. So we will start seeing you every week again. We kind of had a busy, crazy time with the holidays and everything. And then we were with our family. And then I had my mole situation, which I will make another podcast on because I know a lot of you guys are interested on like my whole mole journey. So I'm going to make a podcast on that. Um, And yeah, things just got crazy, but we are getting back into it. We're going to be doing this once a week, every Thursday. So stay tuned for that. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and sticking with us. I know that we are not very consistent at our content, like with with really anything right now. Instagram kind of has been... I don't know, tricky for me. I haven't really known what to post. I don't want to keep posting random workouts. I don't really want to like just post to post. So I'm trying to decide what I want, where I want to go from there and what I want to do on Instagram. And TikTok has been fun for me. Podcast, we're going to get back into that. Trying to get back into YouTube, but I also feel like I also need to like do our businesses too. So I struggle with balancing it all. So I'm trying to be less overwhelmed and just do little bits at a time. So thank you guys so much for watching or why do I always say that? Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And if you are new here, welcome. Feel free to leave a rating, subscribe to our podcast. We'd be so happy to have you. And we will hear, we will talk to you in a week. Well, how do I even end this?
you'll hear from us soon, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) You'll hear from us in a week, I hope. Hopefully we don't take another two-month hiatus. 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 Whatever. Sound like you said hiatus. Grammar. Grammar. You're such a little grammar. All right, thanks for listening. Bye.